Welcome to the Internet People Podcast. It is your host, Kenyon Long. Man, make sure you subscribe to this podcast. Jump on that Apple Podcast app and let them know, man. Rate and review the show so more folks can discover it. You know what I do on this show is... Man, you know what? We talk about what's viral during the week. We interview some of the funniest creators on the internet, man. That's what we're doing right now, man. Yo, I'm back at it once again on this podcast, man. I was trapped in the closet. You're <laughs> trapped in the closet. Somebody put something on R. Kelly's books right now. Put something on his books. You know what I'm saying? Just for the Trapped in the Closet series. Um, well, you know, he did it though. But uh I'm saying is this, man. Yeah, I was uh I had a I had my whole podcast set up. You know, people starting to go on the road. I was actually on the road for work, actually. And uh yeah, not like my podcast is on the road. Not yet, not yet, but I was on the road. I was up in the Bay Area, Bay Area, and man. Uh, I wasn't the, the internet sucks not in Sacramento but I was outside of Sacramento a little bit a little deep and you know I've never been to Sacramento never had a reason to been to San Francisco of course Santa Clara but I haven't been to Sacramento as my first time home of EDD in California that's what I should have did I should have took a picture in front of the EDD building like yo y'all owe me some money y'all talking about I owe you money you know that I already paid, but y'all owe me money just off of GP, man. And I was in this remote location, y'all. And I'm just like, yo, I mean, I'm deep in bear country. You know, this girl is telling me like, oh, we got alligator snakes. We have, I said, wolf spiders. They, they got breeds of animals that's mixed with breeds of other animals. I'm like, mm, yeah, I, I'm not, I thought I was just worried about bears here. But no, 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 <laughs> I like it. Oh, they don't bite. No, no, I'm cool. Mountain lions, you know, just regular, you know, mountain lions. This is the stuff you see on TV that you think like just, yeah, it don't exist or at a zoo. And you just think like, yeah, this just doesn't exist out in the wild. No, no, I'm here to tell you. It does. It does <laughs> exist in these remote towns. It does. It's 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 out there. And um, yeah, so I was a very small town, man, for about two weeks, actually. And I thought I'd be able to uh, drop a podcast, but that internet was shrug. And I was kind of cut off. I did watch the games. I watched the Laker game. I watched, you know, the playoffs had just started. So I was watching my Lakers up there. And of course, watching some of your other favorite teams up there, but I was still kind of cut off from the internet, you know, pr- pr- pretty much like what's going on, what's in the streets of the internet, what's going viral. And I, only until I came back, I was on the flight to Southwest. And uh, I would like to say this, you know, I'm always difficult with Southwest. I don't, I don't like flying Southwest. I, I don't understand, you know, the A through this, the B through that, through 10, through 15. Now, you could, it's just too confusing for me. All right. But, you know, I was on a plane and, and I started seeing. Also, also, side note, too, Southwest is Wi-Fi. I paid for it on the way to the bay. And I'm like, yeah, let me get this Wi-Fi. I want to be super productive. I'm going to be super productive. I get this Wi-Fi that's like $8.99, I believe. I'm thinking I'm used to flying Delta. I'm used to flying Delta. And I'm thinking like, yo, this Wi-Fi is going to be straight. And, of course, Wi-Fi is free if you uh, T-Mobile on Delta. 
And I was just like, yeah, this Wi-Fi, I could barely even, I couldn't even, I don't think I could pull up Instagram on this Southwest Wi-Fi. That, I thought I was flying spirits. I was like, what is this? I can't even pull nothing up. I don't think I could pull a YouTube video up. I said, what's the point of this Wi-Fi? To get a text message? This is like one one G <laughs> network. You know, it, it was terrible. 256. Uh, I don't know. P when you get a, the lowest setting on YouTube. That's what this is on Southwest. So I happen to see that Kwame Brown was trending on Twitter. I said, why is Kwame Brown trending? Of all the names, when you think about flops, Kwame Brown. Now, you already know I'm from North Carolina, so you already know that I know that Michael Jordan picked Kwame Brown, and he has a a, a bevy of terrible picks, you know, in the past, you know, decade. But, of course, now he's made up for it with Lonzo Ball. But um, I was just like, why is Kwame Brown? And I found out that Kwame Brown has been called out by, not the homie, but uh, Gilbert Arenas. And all the smoke podcast, <laughs> you know, and prompt Kwame Brown is up here roasting everybody. He's just unleashed it. This guy has been uh, pretty much dead to the NBA and dead to the Internet. All of a sudden is woken up. A giant has been woken up and I started to binge watch. Okay, I treated these Kwame Brown YouTube videos of some of mama's cooking. I treated it like a YouTube series. Now, I didn't watch everything because I was like, I'm behind on work. A lot of y'all got a lot of time. I do not. I I, I tell you, I work 16 hours maybe uh, on everything. Okay, that's everything. That's social media. That's work. That's uh, you know, YouTube, that's everything, you know, okay, so may, all right, maybe it's like, you know, 12 hours a day, 12 hours a day, I will say that, I'm editing, I'm writing, um, I'm posting, I'm researching, that's what I'm doing, now, coupled with the fact that we about to open up, all right, we about to be outside for real, for real, in another two weeks in California, and your respective state, too, so I gotta start working on in-person stuff, so, I got a, you know, I'm doing a lot. I'm doing a lot, man. And uh, yeah, I, I, it was hilarious. These Kwame Brown uh, videos. He's roasting Charlemagne. He's roasting Matt Barnes. Uh, <laughs> you know, talking about his good hair. And uh, yeah, I enjoyed it, man. But here's my thing here, Kwame Brown. Let's just, uh, you know, you, you had your thing. He sued Charlemagne. Now Charlemagne apologized. You know, saying he shouldn't have put out his family business. All right, you know, because he's from South Carolina, which I did not know. Kwame Brown was from South Carolina. Look, I'm from North Carolina. I don't know all the people from South Carolina. I don't know all the people from North Carolina. You ever hear that when people, when you're from a different state and then you in a different state, not even living there, just in a different state, and they ask you about a famous person, do you know them? And the answer is really going to be no. All right, stop asking people that. Stop asking people, do they know, are you from North Carolina? Do you know J. Cole? No. If you're from the city... There's a good possibility, though. If you're from Fayetteville, he's like, uh, you know. But, no, do you know Moray? If you're from Fayetteville, you know. But stop asking people that. Jamar, Gerard Carmichael. Let's just give him a perfect example. I'm from High Point. I'm from High Point, North Carolina. Gerard Carmichael's from Winston-Salem, North Carolina. All right? I've been out in L.A. now for 10 years. 
I never heard of Gerard Carmichael. Literally, he grew up, we almost about, I would say, seven years apart, quite possibly uh, six years apart, right? So, you know, I'm, I'm older. I, I will say that. I'm older than Gerard Carmichael. So, but never heard of this guy, never ran into him, had a lot of comedian friends here in LA, uh, of course. I never heard of him until he got the show. Never ran into him in North Carolina. And of course, people would ask me, you know, do I want Gerard Carmichael? Now, here's a funny thing, though, that's one degree separation. My cousin at the time, I don't think he works there for no more, but my cousin worked for Gerard Carmichael's dad, who had a moving company. So you guys saw the show. Um, and he had his dad was always talking to whatever about his job, but his dad had a moving company in Winston-Salem and my cousin actually, uh, drove for his moving company. Now, I don't think he works there anymore. I don't know if his dad has the moving truck company or not, but that's what, that's the one degree separation, but I still never met Gerard Carmichael until the last season of his show, which we did not know. Uh, I went to a, a, a taping of the Carmichaels, and I went down to, uh, yeah, I went down to, <laughs> I don't know, I talked about this on the podcast, but literally I went to a taping, was this, it was his show, no, it was the Little Rail show, had to be, yeah, Little Rail, I'm sorry, it was the Little Rail show, so it was the Little Rail show, it was the pilot episode, I believe, and I knew that Gerard Carmichael was a part of it. And uh, so I went down there. So I checked it out with some uh, some friends that I wrote to as well. So a bunch of us black writers got together, checked it out. And uh, pretty cool out there on the, what lot was that? Was that uh, Warner Brothers? I don't think that was Warner Brothers. It was uh, Culver City? Uh, I forgot the lot. I forgot the lot. Anyway, Fox. Actually, it was a Fox lot. I remember now. Because I always remember walking through that courtyard and, the cafeteria that they have but anyway so it was on the fox lot which i do like the fox lot and uh this guy was just like yo i'm going down there i was like what <laughs> you know we in the audience checking it out this dude's like look i'm going down onto the set <laughs> you know i'm like um okay and i don't know i guess he wanted to he just, no, he just said that he was going to go on the set. Like, it wasn't about meeting Gerard Carmichael. And Tiffany Haddish was there. Uh, this is 2018, right before I moved to Atlanta. And so I'm like, yo, this is wild. And next thing you know, I looked. I didn't think he was going to do it. You know, people say stuff and they say they're going to do something, but they, you know, like, ah, oh, they ain't going to do it. And then they end up doing it. You see it on Instagram, like, oh, man, he did it for real. He goes down on set and he's like on set. I'm talking about he is on set. I don't know how he did. He just walked behind. He's on set like they still got like two more scenes left. I'm like, yo, man, I'm here. I never met Gerard Carmichael. We got one degree separation. You know, you know, we from the triad. I'm just going to do it, man. So I ended up going down on set pretty wild. The last scene. I'm down there. I'm talking to, I end up waiting for Gerard. You know, he finishes up. They do their curtain call. And then Tiffany Haddish is right there. You know, she's got a backpack on, one of them little small backpacks. So she's got that on. She's talking to him. And uh, I end up talking to Gerard and told him, like, yeah, 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 you know. 
he's kind of, I don't know, I don't know, he's kind of standoffish, but I'm telling him, like, yeah, my cousin, you know, uh, works for your dad. He's like, oh, for real, you know, and uh, yeah, you know, it's just, you know, I didn't have, I didn't have an idea of how I wanted it to be played in my head. Sometimes you play the conversation like, you know, oh, yeah, when I meet this person, yeah, we going to link up, especially you live in L.A., we going to link up. You know, he gonna be like, yo, for real. Oh, I gotta take, you know, we gotta get together. We got to hang out. I didn't do any of that. I had zero expectations. I didn't even know what I was doing. I was like, look, I'm down on set, whatever. I was gonna say, what's up, the dry. You know, I keep it cool and tell him that little tidbit and then, you know, keep it moving. But I was just kind of down there <laughs> and uh, talking to him, you know, at said hello to Tiffany, you know, back then before she was like mega huge now. What, what an incredible past couple of years she had and uh yeah that was it <laughs> you know that was it so um i say it out to say bring it back around the corner here Kwame brown you know a lot of people don't know but apparently Charlemagne's family grew up with around Kwame brown's family so sometimes it happens i just say sometimes it does happen when you do know somebody you know somehow or your family knows the family that's probably what happens more like the family knows if you grew up in the same city the family may know some of the family but nine times out of ten you don't know the famous person unless you famous too or you know what i mean like oh this person played ball they was on the same basketball team you know that's all i'm saying that's how that happens but kwame brown at the at the end of the day bruh they was talking about your skills on the court. Kwame Brown's complaining about, you know, Michael Jordan and all that. You know, everybody got their own Michael Jordan stories. I don't, but everybody got their own Michael Jordan stories. And look, bro, you was the number one pick. I don't care. You was the number one pick. So to whom much is given, much is expected, okay? So you was the number one pick, man. I don't care if it was for the bum Wizards. Okay, what happened after the Wizards? That's the question, Kwame. What happened after the Wizards when you came to the Lakers and you was thinking of the court? You are a career eight points. You seven foot tall and you a career eight points a game. I don't know. I think it's like, you know, seven rebounds, six rebounds. Career for the career. For the career. So don't talk to me about that. And I'm not here to defend Matt Barnes, Gilbert Arenas, and Stack Five. I don't know them personally. Of course, I ran into Gilbert Arenas a couple of times, but I still don't know him personally. So I'm not here to defend him. I'm just saying we talking about basketball. And you just started roasting personally. Hey, I, I enjoyed it. We all enjoying it. I'm loving it. I, I, I've since stopped watching the Kwame Brown uh, roasting of summer. Mama's cooking. But y'all let me know <laughs> about that. Um, I want to do, want to take some time here, man. Make sure you guys hit the link in the bio you already know you can follow me everywhere on social media tiktok is going stupid right now man but if you are using social media in any aspect which we all are you don't have to be an actor thespian content creator like me man i don't care if you got your own business you got your business i told you guys the world is literally now we almost here the world is about to open back up and texas is already there and florida is already there but your state is about to open up next month new york city i see you guys out there 
and you need to promote your business, you need to promote yourself, whatever it is, you need to have a digital footprint. And the people that I roll with right now, man, they holding your boy down, man, is Canva. Yes, Canva, man. Canva, you got the free version, right? You got the free version, but using a pro version, man, makes you look like a pro, man. You want to feel like a pro. You want to get more clients. All right. You want to be a pro. You want to promote yourself, promote your stand-up show, your improv show. All right. Your baby shower, your gender reveal, but you want to do it in a pro next level pro version. You know, all right. You don't want to just sit here and just toss it together. Use Canva Pro. That's right, man. With my promo code with the link in this podcast, you can save on Pro, man. So not only that you can get Pro, you can be a pro with Canva. You already know I use it for my YouTube videos. I use it for my Instagram posts and definitely use it for my TikToks, Facebook. So Canva Pro is definitely dope, man. Also, as a pro on this show, man, you want to be a pro, man. You are trying to level up. You got some of them PPP loans, all right? <laughs> you you want to put them loans to get used? If you're not a scammer out there, man, everybody ask me, ask me all about the products that I use, my gaming chair, my gaming setup, my desk, all of that, man. I have it on my Amazon Associates Affiliates link. Hit that link, man, so it's in there one link. Scroll to the bottom. You'll see the Amazon Associates, man. You definitely want to do that. I got all kinds of categories on my Amazon store, man. You can see your YouTube kit, your Instagram kit, right? Things you use, you know, all the products that I use and love on there. Plus all of the healthy stuff too, man. You know your boy is in the gym every day trying to get camera ready. I got to get camera ready because I'm on camera every day on social media. And I got to get in person ready. Because we about to be outside, fam, okay? Time to let go of these COVID-19 pounds. So I got a healthy kit, man. I drink my greens every day. Drink them because your boy works. I told you, I'm on the grind 12 hours a day, 13 hours a day. I, you know, I'm, I'm in the bay, man. So I got to stay healthy when I'm out here, man, filming on the go, on the run. Stay healthy. So check out my healthy part, you know what I mean, of protein shakes, all that, man. Use my Amazon Associates link, man. And only a little bit comes to me, but, you know, you can see what I recommend, man. So let's get back to the show, man. Uh, also, while I was gone, the Joe Budden podcast ended. Rest in peace. Rest in peace to the Joe Budden podcast, man. You know, uh, first, I, I, I did tweet about this, man. You know, you should be following me on Twitter already. I try to be a good follow. I, I try to I try to be, but, you know, you should follow your boy on Twitter. If you're on Twitter, follow your boy on Twitter. And I did tweet about this, and now watching the tape, I, I think I gotta retract my tweet, but I'm not gonna do that. But I'll just do it on my podcast here. And I did. I, it's still true though. It is still true. And then, and then uh, the brilliant idiots podcast said the same thing. Basically, I didn't listen to the Joe Budden podcast. I started on SoundCloud, and I'll name this podcast later. I will say that. But I didn't listen to it. I have friends who love that podcast. But it's kind of, I don't know. For me, it was like a bunch of inside jokes and kikiing, Joe Button. I feel like it was a group of friends and they just, it's a bunch of inside jokes. Then they would get to some music reviews. And uh, that's about it. You know, ugh, it just wasn't for me. Rory works at a record label. Mal, I didn't know what he did. I just know that he is, uh, you know, 
a brother of a co-owner of Rockefeller. That's all I know. You know what I mean? And I guess he's from the street. So I listened to the Joe Budden podcast with Joe Budden. I'm just keeping it 100. I, I think we all did. So I, I can't get mad at him for calling it the Joe Budden podcast, even though he's with his friends. The fans came for them. I know it could be different people listening to the podcast now. Miles says that. But I came for Joe Budden whenever I listened to it, which was pretty rare nowadays. So I'm sorry. I just wasn't listening for these two. I didn't know who Rory was. He's a white kappa that works at a regular label. That's all I know. You know what I mean? And I guess he likes black women. So that's all I know about him. What I do know is, Rory, you owe me $50, bro. Right, you owe me $50 for Henny Palooza. For Henny Palooza. All right? I was in line in L.A. when All Star was here. And the line was wrapped around the court. Rory jumped out the car and was smiling and cheesing. Walked right past me. I said, Rory. Went straight to the back, Rory. All right, you went straight to the back. This line was long. Next thing you know, I heard, Henny's out. Then next thing I know, it was like, okay, we're not getting in. I'm in line for an hour. We're not getting into this party. And then I asked, yo, I, I, I texted him. I said, look, I messaged him. I'm like, look, man, I want my money back. That's like, oh, all, all tickets are final. Rory, you owe me $50 for Henny Palooza. That's beside the point. So I definitely ain't rooting for you. $50 is a lot of money. I'm just telling you right now. I was hot that day. I was hot that day. So, you know, they made their response. It's been like a response to a response to a response. Rory and Mal made their response. I ain't watch all of it, man. Because just like I said, it's pretty boring. It's just pretty boring, man. And I, I, that podcast mix of two kind of calm dudes, one boisterous dude, you know, hey, more power to him. Joe was working, man. Here's the issue with the podcast. Here's the issue with the podcast here. This is what the main issue was. Just, just save you some time. Rory and Mao had a contract and they said that they wanted to, you know, see the contract was basically they get paid a percentage off of what the podcast makes. They don't get any YouTube money. They get a percentage of what the podcast makes straight off just the podcast itself. They asked Joe for the numbers. Joe says, nah, you'll need to worry about the numbers. Then they get mad like, yo, we get paid off the numbers of the podcast. Not the YouTube, not the Patreon, just what the podcast does numbers in podcast land on all the podcast apps. And Joe didn't want to give it to him. He's just like, you know, you know, messing around. And that's what they get mad at. And uh, that's where they are today. And that's why they broke up. All right. That's the problem. Then. Now, I do like the fact that this look, I, OK, I, this is what I'm with them on. All right. If that is the agreement in the contract, then you need to give me the numbers. That's just it. That's just business. Like they didn't want to do nothing else. You didn't get them no Patreon money. You didn't get them no YouTube money. They just want the podcast money. And Joe didn't want to give them the numbers like, bro, you got the numbers for everything else. You got analytics for YouTube. You got it for patreon you got the patreon money you got all this but you want to give me the numbers for the podcast yeah i'm out so i'm with them on that i'm with them on that now would there be a rory and mall podcast probably not probably not you know what i mean unless they had like some boisterous guest to come in but it's just i'm sorry fam it's just un unwatchable when you got two kind of laid back dudes who just like kind of cool just want to be, you know, 
It's not gonna work, man. I mean, I'm mean, surprised that it worked that long. I don't know. I don't even know how they got this popular. But um, shouts out to them. You know, Warry has a job at a record label, so you know he's he's good. Mal, uh, I think he has like a clothing company. I don't know, man. You guys know. I don't listen to the Joe Button podcast. You guys know, man. But you know, they gave some of Joe some of Mama's cooking. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. Shouts out to Kwame Brown, man. Shouts out to Kwame Brown, man. So I don't know what you guys are thinking, man, but this what is the thing, man. We about to to open up, and uh, I'm super excited, man. It was just a weird thing, too, man. Finally, I had a chance to eat in a restaurant, eat in a restaurant with some of my coworkers. We chilling, we laughing, we having a good time. Food is great. I'm like, man. It is going to be forever. You know, it's been forever since I did this, yo. Forever. Forever, ever? Forever since I did this, man. So, uh, you know, definitely still have your mask, though. I am mad that, you know, I got to carry this mask around. Like, yo, bro, for real? I'm vaxxed up. You know what I mean? I'm vaxxed up, homie. I don't know how the, how the parties and the kickbacks going to be. But, um, you know, or the shows at the comedy clubs. I don't know how that's going to be. I don't know. You just keep your mask on your side or something. I don't know. But I, I am super excited. But it is weird, though. It is. It's going to be weird for you for a couple of times, man. For the first month, you know, get yourself the first month, man. Kind of ease into it. It's like, oh, I'm used to doing this. But it is weird that I haven't done this in a, in a long time. <laughs> you know, I played pool for the first time in a long. I was rusty, fam. Rusty. And I'm going to be playing. I'm like, I should be cleaning up on these fools. And you know, it's been a while. You like, you know, this is a shot you usually make. All right, this is a shot. You, I'm, you know, corner pocket, side pocket. You already know this is a shot you used to make. And then it's just like, dang, you know, I'm, I'm missing the whole cue ball. Like, ugh, ugh, ugh a little rusty. So I say all this to say that for the summer, knock the rust off. Knock the rust off, man, and enjoy yourself. Get out here. Do what you used to do, man, and knock the rust off, man. You know, a lot of stuff is coming down the pipeline for me. Like I said, in-person stuff, uh, more online things, YouTube, everything, TikTok, you know. So all that's going to continue. But definitely uh, excited to be back in the public, man. So I'll let you guys know once I know some dope things are coming out into a town near you, fam. So I appreciate you checking out this podcast, man. Sorry for the wait, but you know, I had to just come back, man. I was I was in the remote area, man. But uh thank you for checking out the show. Hit that link in the podcast, man. So you can follow me everywhere. Just in case you missed the audio version, you can always listen to me on any podcast platform. Know that. But also, check me out on social media, man, all the YouTube channels. And I appreciate your support. Give your boy a tip and the Patreon, everything else, man. All that is in that one link, fam. I see you next week.